Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the new and improved College Made Easy podcast. As always, we have Tim and Ben with me. Um, so we're doing a little rebranding. That's going to be the question of the day for today's episode. Um, but in today's episode, we're going to be discussing getting better grades in college. Very useful topic, not only for students. I'd say, I'd say not only for students in college, but this also applies to a lot of students in high school, even middle school. Um, and it's definitely going to help kids, especially when they're searching for colleges and they want to learn how to get good grades in college, because the whole like atmosphere of college is different than high school. Classes are way different. Um, so yeah, let's get into question of the day, which is why the rebrand of the Life Made Easy podcast, switching it up to College Made Easy podcast. Only one word change, hmm. but it it's makes a huge. It, it changes everything. It does. <laughs> We added like three letters. Yeah. Uh, should I go first or? Yes. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So we, what happened is basically we sat down and we looked at the content that we had been producing and it was across a variety of different, um, you know, areas of content. What do we call that? Different niches? Yeah. Different topics. niches or subject matters. Genres. So, Genres. Yeah. So when we looked at all that, we realized it was pretty diverse what we've been doing. And uh, for me in particular, I, I think the other two as well, I really enjoyed the professor interviews. And we thought that we had a lot to offer as far as college content and the college tips that we've picked up over the years. And then Scott did some research and found that a lot of the content that exists for college students is produced by people that are in their 30s and 40s. And we realized we probably have a very available niche to build in where there's a hunger for content and there isn't a lot of content that already exists. So I'm pretty excited for this change. I think uh, Ben and Scott are as well. I'll let yeah. them fill in their reasons for the switch. But I think this is going to be really exciting. Ben, you want to go? Actually, you next, yeah. Um, we sat down and we wanted to discuss what we wanted the podcast to focus on. And part of it was discussing like what we're good at, um, what we really enjoy talking about. And we realized that like, we're all college students. We're all good college students. Like we know how to do well in school. And it's really difficult, especially with online classes and things like that, to still do well and be motivated. So yeah. we figured we're not the best we're not pros by any means um but students helping students we're all in the same boat even though it's sinking probably um <laughs> that positive outlook yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love the meme is like college students we're all in the same boat and there's a picture of like a boat like sinking it's like the titanic mm -hmm. or something um yeah but yeah even though we may not be helping everybody we're helping somebody and Somebody needs help. We're here to help. Right. The highest uh, marginal benefit comes to helping the person who needs the most help. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Bringing some econ in here. <laughs> you know it. Nash equilibrium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I get to make that joke now. <laughs> this episode is going Monday. No. When is this episode going? Wednesday. 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 Okay. So the episode with Matt will already be up at this point. So if you guys haven't checked out that, make sure to check out that episode. That was super awesome and super informative. Um, and, and, we're, and that's another reason, as Tim mentioned, is like interviewing these professors. 
like it's it's awesome that we can interview other students and give their perspective but also hearing a perspective from a professor is really powerful because like they see everything right they see a lot of stuff that we don't see um they see um how students succeed they see how students fail um and honestly they can give a lot of insight into that subject matter maybe stuff that we can't we don't know a lot about so and then another another thing was just like the whole the whole idea of helping students is like that's that's one of the two areas with any kind of content out there on the few in, in on the internet is you either you either entertain people which i'd say we are pretty entertaining the banter we have and then it's mostly about helping others right people want help they always go on youtube they always go on google how to do something right so it's like and a lot of people are searching for how do i get better grades how do I become a better student? How do I build better relationships in school? Stuff like that. Everyone has those questions. That is such like a highly searched topic. Um, and I feel like with the relationship we have combined with our expertise about college and then just doing well in school. Um, and, and, and it doesn't just, well, obviously that goes together in creating our niche. Um, and and, and it's, a, it's more than just academics, um, especially in college and school. You also have to look at mental health. You have to look at people's, um, what am I like, like physical, uh, like physical health. That's what I meant to say. That also mm -hmm. plays a big part of, uh, of it. Mental health, physical health, social health. Yes, yeah, social health. Like academic all the, health. <laughs> all those things combined make a good student. So we just don't want to focus on academics. I mean, that's a huge part mm -hmm. of it, but all those things combined create like a really good student. I think you guys can agree. Um, Improving all those aspects definitely makes a better student. Absolutely. All right, let's jump right in. It's a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> um, so we'll start talking about time management. Right. So where to start with this? You can go anywhere you want with it. I mean... I think personal experience stories are like really good for this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that struck me when I started college that's different than high school is the amount of free time that you do have because you spend so much less time in the classroom. So you have to be able to budget that time like well and know when it's time to study and when it's time to be with friends. Um, and I think one of the best ways that I've found to be able to budget that time, like in my head and keep it all straight for me is studying in the library and doing homeworks in the library. That way that space is where you do that. Kind of like what a lot of people are saying with this quarantine, where it's good to have different spaces in your house where you do different things. So you have your, your bedroom is a place where you sleep. And perhaps the living room is your office where you do homework. And then you might have a different area where you exercise and you break up those different locations. That way your brain knows I'm in this place. I'm supposed to do this type of activity here. Uh, for me, I went to community college for two years and now I'm at a four-year college. So time management has been very has meant very different things for me over the years at community college um i would pretty much drive to school take my classes 
drive home, do homework. And like, that was it. And once I finished homework for the day, I would, I don't know, play a video game, read a book, do something just because I was living at home and I was bored. It wasn't fantastic, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I do suggest community college. If you want to save money that you'll, you'll make friends. It's fine. Um, more on that in a later episode. But then when I went to my four-year college school that we go to now, um, it was so different because like Tim said, you have so much free time. Like when you're at home, like you have school classes, you have to drive everywhere. You have chores at home, like maybe taking care of family members and things like that. Like people don't really understand how difficult living at home and going to college is and you have a job. I had a job. So it's mm-hmm. school, chores and family school. Yeah. Chores and family and then work and driving everywhere. You have, your time is very filled up quickly, but then at a four year school where I was living in the dorms like on campus, all of that time opened up. Like I didn't have to worry about taking care of my family or doing chores around the house. Like there's chores around the dorm room <laughs> or cooking. Yeah. Much more minimum. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. I'm so bad at cooking. Um, you didn't have to, I didn't have to drive anywhere. Like we drove places if we wanted to go somewhere, but like walking to food, like literally a one and a half minute walk, walking to a friend's dorm at most 10 minutes, like it's so much free time. So Time management really comes in when the average semester is five classes, which is about 15 credits, sometimes 16 if you're taking a four credit class with a lab. Um, So classes, I was always told for every one hour in class, you should be studying outside of class for two hours, but that fluctuates with different classes. Three hours? It's three? three hours because that's why an A is four and A is a 4.0 because then 4.0? you achieved. Maybe because I was at community college, I was told to. Anyway, <laughs> at a four-year four college, one every one hour in class, three hours outside of class. So, but that fluctuates. Like if there are some classes where it's like one hour in class, you could do like an hour outside of class maybe. But yeah. like for like math classes and science classes, like you definitely have to do or like higher level all higher level classes really you have to do probably anything in your major yeah definitely everything in your major um friends is very important but focus this is going to sound cold-hearted but like focus on schoolwork like once you get the, if you're good at what you do first of all never fall behind never fall behind in school oh, it's bad college. It's, it's so hard to catch back up like, I and was what so do you know about falling behind. Yeah, I was so behind. <laughs> do I tell us a story? <laughs> yeah, well, so this past semester I took three Scott, don't spit out your coffee. Yeah. I it's took, water. I took calculus three. I took probability for statistics, foundations of mathematics, which like which is like a theoretical math class. Um, I don't even remember the other classes. The other three classes are pretty easy. Uh, no, the two other classes were pretty easy. And then there was uh, advanced investments, theory and practice. So like I had four like heavy classes and then two like math classes. So I was, I was doing okay when we were at school. I fell behind like before spring break and I was still behind like into finals. Like the week before finals, I had to do, I had a problem set that was due on Thursday and then a problem set 
for calc that was due the next the following Friday. It was the Thursday before that Friday. I still had to do both problem sets. I had to read the entire chapter for those problem sets. I had to study for the test that was also on Friday for my probability class. No, that was Thursday. I had to study for the test that was that Thursday. Um, I had to study for the finals uh, that I would get on Friday and that would go into Monday. And then the final that was on Tuesday and Wednesday and Friday and Saturday, two on Saturday. It was, it was a rough week and a half. So like, do not fall behind. Whatever you do, you are going to die. That's my story. Scott, yeah. I, know, I know you haven't spoken yet, but I, I wanted to build off something Ben said. That's fine. Um, so with the quarantine, I think something, if college students listening haven't heard this, I think most college students fell behind just because we were all shocked by how much different the setting was. And it, these weren't the classes that we signed up for. So if you fell behind, definitely don't let that be, beat you up like about coming semesters because especially like freshmen I'm thinking about, I'm sure there were so many freshmen that fell behind during quarantine that probably felt that, you know, they weren't going to be able to keep up in college. But definitely I fell behind. Ben just explained that he fell behind. Scott, you probably fell behind on a few assignments. Yeah, I have fallen behind on a few assignments. So it was a rough semester for everyone. And I think the professors were behind too. So the professors were very understanding. Oh, yeah. Like for the problem sets, I literally emailed my professor. I was like, yeah, I'm so far behind. He responded to me. He was like, yeah, me too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> pretty much. I'm paraphrasing, but like pretty much. <laughs> and I think, I think the biggest issue uh, with high schoolers coming to college is they expect um, that with homework, it's like, oh, here's just a, here's a worksheet. And um, you'll get enough information in that class before the homework that you'll be able to do the worksheet in roughly 10 to 20 minutes, right? Or maybe a half hour. Um, mm -hmm. that's not how it works anymore. Now the teacher will give you a week to a complete assignment. And most, most kids are like, oh, that's great. A whole week. I'll just do it over the weekend. Right. Which that's fine. I mean, um, but the issue is the homework is not easy anymore. It's well, some classes. Yes, obviously this exception set, but especially math and science classes, those math problems are not easy. You don't do them in five, five seconds. It's not like simple multiplication or division or simple or not even like simple statistics. It doesn't work like that anymore. Um, you're not going to get handed an Excel spreadsheet and, and actually, did you guys do, I don't know if you guys did this or like Excel spreadsheet with a bunch of data and it just says, find the mean. Did you guys get a question like that? In what class? I got that question. That was me. Uh, it was on a final. It was like, uh, it was, uh, we had a, it was a data table and it was like, number of students and then hours worked per week right and it was like find the mean and it was like okay and just like calculate it and then like i did all the work and then i read the rest of the question and said please show your steps I was like, <laughs> i'm so, a so junior in college <laughs> this is a 100 level class i can take a mean <laughs> like what yeah so just keep in mind that there are like some exceptions to that rule that i just explained but no a lot of kids struggle with time management and it's it's a huge, it's a huge issue because they could spend their whole time partying during the week, right? Um, or you could sit there reading the textbook, reading stuff online, 
and just getting getting a better knowledge of what you're learning in class because as we learned me and ben learned this in finance our teacher taught us this if you don't like physically repeat what you're learning and like put it into action and practice that information is going to go right out the other year and what you learned in class is just going to disappear and then you're going to struggle when the test comes up because you're going to be like I completely forget what we learned like a month ago at the beginning of the unit. Honestly, I think I said this last episode with Matt, use it or lose it. Seriously. That's major in college. Like mm. I know there are things in high school that you learned and then you get tested on and you forget, but like, cause they're like not very important, but there are honestly a lot of things in college where like you learn them in high school and you have to relearn them a little bit when you get to college. And then there's, so many things in college like honestly at community college i learned a lot and then tested got tested on it and then forgot it because it wasn't that useful but now at my four-year school i am you gotta remember everything from all your classes because every next class builds on it especially for upper level lower level classes not so much but upper level classes definitely unless you're an economics major so um I remember having a thought first semester freshman year. Um, I was taking this Roman history course and I was loving it. So for anybody that doesn't know, if you've been on this podcast before, you know, I'm an economics major, but I'll just say it again. I'm an economics major. I love that. Um, But everything that you learn in college, it's so important to try to remember it because there really is no useless education or useless information. Right. Um, Weird things like I remember learning stuff about like fonts uh, during middle school that now like every time I change the font on an assignment, I think about serif fonts, sans serif. I don't know. It's probably not that interesting to most people, but it's weird that when you find yourself using information in the future that you never thought would have been relevant. Um, so I think it's really important in college. There are a few classes, obviously, obviously you might notice that you're just never going to be able to hang on to. Ben's raising his hand. No, I'm like, I'm trying to find where this light's coming from on my wall. Oh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it's important during college to truly try to remember everything and never beat yourself up if you do forget things, but everything's important. Because you can relearn it relatively quickly. You just have to access that part of the, your memory again. Yeah. Something I watched, something I learned from, uh, I think it was a TED Talk, actually. Somebody who probably has a lot of degrees said something along the lines of the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is everybody worries, everybody struggles, everybody faces failure. Um, but the people that succeed, when they face failure, they go through a couple of steps and I don't know what they all were, but at one point he was like, people go, um, all right, I'm doing well. I'm doing less. Well, I'm not doing well. Um, this stuff is hard and then put in work and then, okay, I got it. But then people that face failure and like succumb to it is like, okay, I'm not doing well. This is hard. I'm, bad like i'm just not good and then they put in work and they just can't figure it out so don't doubt yourself like just because something's hard it doesn't mean that you're bad or you're bad at it just like 
like with probability, like when I took that class, I was so bad. Like for the first month, month and a half, like I was so bad at everything. But everyone is, you're not, you're not alone in that. I was too. Exactly. So just because you're bad at it or it's very hard for you, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep going. Like everybody struggles and everybody has different areas of expertise and stuff. Um, keep working at it and don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt your ability. Um, first of all, trust yourself rather than doubt yourself. Trust that you can put in the work to become better. Everybody can put in work and time and become better. Effort is a matter of will, not a matter of ability. It That's doesn't, good advice. It doesn't it take skill to hustle. It doesn't take skill to hustle. I mean, yes. It takes practice yeah. to get skill. <laughs> hmm. I agree. <laughs> um, okay, so are we moving on to the study habits? Yeah. Sure. I feel like I, I can give some advice on this one. I definitely can. Okay, so I was studying for exam FM. If anyone doesn't know what that is, that's um, financial math. It's an actuarial science. Uh, uh, test that you have to take if you're in the, well you don't have to take it while you're in school but it's 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 recommended um just while to get we're ahead. on it what is agricultural science <laughs> actuarial science if yeah, you major i know but... science like scott and i when you graduate hopefully you'll have taken two exams exam p and then exam fm while you're in school once you graduate you become an actuary most actuaries work for like insurance companies or something right like that. they evaluate i just i was so condescending just now to tim anyway (laughs) actuaries evaluate and uh measure risk sort of basically what actuaries do is tell insurance companies and other companies how much to charge customers per month for insurance like how risky somebody is how much they should pay that kind of thing they're using math to price gouge people to get the most amount of money from each customer as as cruel as cruel as that sounds, that's what they do. That's what we're hired for. <laughs> so, like the but narrator also, in Fight Club, us, is he an actuary? Be less risky. Sorry, what? The narrator in Fight Club is he an actuary? I haven't seen Fight Club. I'm sorry. Ben's seen it. There's a guy in It who's a risk analyst, but he doesn't wow. say he's an actuary, but he actually is. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Uh, you explained what an actuary was. Because I, oh, yeah, I was got, yeah, I was, we were talking I was, about study habits. Okay. So like guys, I had to take this test during spring semester. Well, first uh, I took it in February, but I was taking this during spring semester this year, right? This test takes months of practice. And so I had to find out, and this goes back to time management. I had to find a way to study for this test along with studying for my own classes and doing homework for those classes. Um, the way I did it, I'm about it's to give you guys, easy. so I'm not going to like BS this or anything. This is actual practical advice of what I literally did. All these other YouTube channels out here, like give you the worst advice on how to study and stuff. I'm about to give you some, like some knowledge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is, this is what you do. Get your stuff from your dorm room, get your laptop, get your notebook, bring all your homework that you have to, well, this is what I did. I brought all my homework to the library. I brought headphones with me, brought my phone. And so like I would alternate, I would, to help myself focus, I would play music and then 
Um, I know this is kind of cringy, but like I would play ASMR. Tim, you know what ASMR is? Help me out. Okay, it's oh, yeah, it's basically oh, people yeah. whispering. It okay <laughs> for me, it really like calms me down and helps my brain think. And you guys mm. can do whatever you you think is right um, to help you like relax. Give me um, some carrots. Crunch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't listen to people eat, but <laughs> um, so I would sit there. I would remove my phone or like place it uh, face down, so it wouldn't distract me. Open my laptop, get my homework done first. Like, and that's that goes along with the other tips here. But eliminate all distractions, so you're not looking at anything. Just like be in the zone because once that text comes up, once that distraction hits. You're, you're completely out of it, and it's going to take you like 15 minutes to get back into the zone. Um, I removed all distractions. I got my homework done. I just focused. And the library is important for this because there are no distractions in the library. There are no students like harassing you, like asking you questions. It's just you in a little booth, and you can focus on your work. After I got my homework done, um, I would usually take a break because I think breaks are healthy. Look at your phone a little, stuff like that respond to email, text messages, go on social media for a little. Once that's over, open, uh, I go on coaching actuaries and I just sit there, grind out problems for the rest of the night. And that was it mm -hmm. every single day. And that, and that routine, it gets like built into your head and then you just keep doing it every single day until it just becomes natural. Um, what's that called? Muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's muscle memory for your brain basically. And that's what it's I did. It's almost as if muscle memory for your brain is like brain memory or just memory. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. I think that was super helpful. Scott's and not think, saying he spent all of his free time doing that. Like he did have, he did that, but he did have a little free time. You know, uh, he yeah. spent it with friends. He did eat right. food, you know, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. This was after like an apple. This was after working out, by the way. I'd always work out before because I find working out helps my brain think. And then I'd do all the homework yeah. and studying. And Scott, like anything else in life, uh, with that whole study schedule, was the hardest part of it getting started? Oh, yes. The first time I sat down in the library, I wanted to die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, you, no, it was seriously hard. At first, I was doing homework uh, with someone else. And then I realized even having someone else there is a distraction in itself. So I, I ended up just being by myself. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I think that's... Go ahead. No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I think that that's important. Like for me, one of the things that I noticed is I said before I study in the library, but that's more an afternoon thing. Like in the mornings, I found that the student union was the best place for me to study because it was loud and there was a lot of talking around. And when so many people are talking at once, it all just kind of blends into white noise. But, you know, that kept me awake. And, like, there would be people walking by that, like, I would, like, you know, look up for a second and say hi or whatever. And that really helped me compared to the library early in the morning would just knock me out. I'd just fall asleep in the book. It did actually happen once. I was free. <laughs> nice. um, so don't take what we're saying, like, strictly do this. Like, sometimes, I don't know why I'm, like, I'm pointing it up because Scott's actually above me on Zoom right now. It's so like Scott's uh, Scott's tips may might work for some of you. It might not work at all for others. Uh, Tim's might work better for some people. Try try different ways. It's not right. gonna work for everybody. Um, one thing that I found helpful, especially over the summer right now, 
I mean, I'm, I'm like, we're doing podcasts. I'm studying for my exam P I'm so very busy. I, my days can be extremely different. I work out in the mornings. Like I literally do like two hours of working out. Just, I get up just to do something, you know, make my day, get, get it started. When I don't mm-hmm. work out, I am a mess in the afternoon. Like Tim and Scott can attest. Like we were on zoom once. I think it was Sunday when I didn't work out and I was just like, I was like knocking into things just because I was not paying attention. <laughs> and then it, it was weird. But when I work out, you don't have to do it in the morning. Um, if you work out, you don't have to work out at all. I'm just suggesting. Um, I would like to work out in the mornings because I'm like my whole day, like I'm energized. I'm get, I get going in the morning, like carries me through, you know, eat some snacks and stuff, eat lunch. Lunch is important. Um, you can work out in like the afternoons, you know, like get through the day and then work out and then like you're set for the night to like do homework like what Scott said. Um, but definitely strategically place working out if you work out to get you energized and get your head awake, get your body awake for doing homework. It it really does help. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I mean, for me, I, I don't really enjoy working out early in the morning i'm fine at like 11 to 12 i'll, I'll work out um but I one, like 9 30 like not terribly early. Uh, okay. yeah. one, one thing i do do though this isn't really working out but i'll wake up i'll do like um 25 to 30 push-ups because they say just like doing some sort of physical activity early in the morning can get you um energized throughout the day even something as small as that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. literally like when i get up if I don't work out, I like get up, like I go to the bathroom and I just like sit, like make eggs and just sit and just do nothing. Like I'm on my phone. Like my body is not waking up. My head is barely waking up. You have to do something, you know, you got to wake up your body. Like even just walking, walking's so underrated and you do a lot of it at college. Right. And just doing some kind of physical activity before mental activity. That way, like your body's awake. Um, and if my head's awake, my body's not awake, I am so unbalanced, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain, but like my head will think faster than my body and my pinky toes do not appreciate that when I stub it, when I like run into things. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird sentence, but like that actually is what happens. Hate to stub the toe. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things I'm really excited for when quarantine ends, uh, the three of us have talked about, I'm going to start going to the gym. And now <laughs> I've said it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, so my now God. I have to. Write like, it we're down. actually going to get him to go. Tim's two little twig arms are going to be checked. Who, who wants to hear a fun story about the first time I went to the college gym? I want to hear it. So it was freshman year. I was sitting in my dorm. I was like, you know, part of my tuition, or probably room and board, part of my room and board is paying for a gym. I'm not using the gym. I should use it. So I put on some gym shorts, went over to the gym all by myself. Wow. And I going by yourself the first time? Oh, That's what I did. Just, just wait for the rest of the story. I looked at all the machines. I was like, I don't know how to work any of these. And then I was like, ooh, treadmills. I've worked a treadmill before. So I get on the treadmill. I'm looking at it. I'm like, this isn't like my treadmill at home. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. So I start. finally, I, I think it was like, it was probably a, a 60 seconds, but it felt like, you know, an hour because you feel like everybody's staring at you the first time you're at the gym. Yeah. Yes. So I get the treadmill going. I'm running. 
and, and I'm looking at, you know, how far I've gone at a quarter mile. I was like, no, I don't belong here. <laughs> turn off the treadmill, turn around, walk away. First time I went to the gym, ran a quarter mile. No, I don't belong here. <laughs> no, but that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter what you do the first time. It's just that you slowly improve every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I could have run more than a quarter mile. I just, I didn't feel, I was like, no, I'm not feeling the gym right now, but I'm excited to give it another try going with other people. You know, you guys know how the machines work. You can explain the other ones to me. It won't take me a minute to figure out a treadmill. Honestly, if you do go by yourself the first time and you like use the weight machines and things, there are pictures that like describe how the machine works. Yeah. Like, I, gotta, I like, use those yeah. but as much as I hate like reading or, or like, like to joke that I hate reading. There are no words. Words would be Some helpful. Are... Pictures aren't that descriptive. I mean, they're stick figures and buff stick figures. So I don't even know if I should be doing it the same. <laughs> no honestly i mean i i don't want to get too off topic here but it, it somewhat relates to study habits because obviously exercise helps with studying yes um but yeah a lot of people are scared to go because one they don't know what to do and two they feel like they're being judged and stared at by everyone when in reality that's not true unless you're unless you look like a complete idiot and you're like yeah. dropping the weights everywhere, making loud noises, and like, and then like you'll drop a weight, and everyone just like looks over at you, and you're like, uh, <laughs> I'm guilty of doing that. I'm sorry. I've done it. I've done loud it. Loud noises, like you turn up and there's a loud noise. Yeah. You know? Super embarrassing, but um, yeah. Don't be that person. Just have headphones in and act like you can't hear anything. We like seriously, like if you don't want to get looked at, put headphones in. Don't look at anybody. They won't look at you. I just can't see them. At- they can't see me. I can't see them. They can't. Just look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't move, they can't see you. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't really start to use the gym until uh, I'm on the ultimate Frisbee team at our school. Um, and uh, when it's too cold to go out, like, outside and practice and stuff, we would go to the track that's in the gym and uh, indoor track and like run and then do like something like snap workout sometimes, like not much. So, and to get, to the track if like walk through the weight room and like up the stairs and like past all of the gym nuts i don't mm-hmm. know and uh at school uh, yes <laughs> me so i the first like easily 10 times i was in the gym i didn't work out like i just went to the track so sorry to interrupt mike but my coffee's empty it's a sad day <laughs> gotta switch over <laughs> so even if you don't work out just like go into the gym, you know, like walk through it, just like hop on a treadmill or a elliptical. You know how to work those. Like those aren't difficult. Just hit the start button usually. And if you do have a hard time, I understand they're, they're complicated. The stick figures aren't descriptive. <laughs> and don't be afraid to ask for help. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. If someone it's asks embarrassing, for help, everyone like, will help. We're nice people. Like we're not gonna be like, Oh wow. You're too stupid to figure out. Like, no, like, like, what, what Tim said, like, you can't read pictures. Well, like, I was so confused on so many machines because of the pictures. But, like, you got to figure it out, ask for help. It's fine. Like, for real. Anyway, back to studying. <laughs> so, go um, to the gym. Ben, go promote help. Ben, <laughs> I had a question for you. Did you have any different study habits at community college than you do at a four-year school? 
like, would you say anything? What was the most significant difference there that impacted how you studied? Hmm. Well, at uh, at my community college, uh, we did have a library. I I was in the library like maybe twelve times the entire two years, but um, yeah, um, I would literally go to class and drive home, and then sit at my desk and do homework. Um, and these were like very easy classes, so there was minimal studying if you focused a lot when doing homework. But something that I did, I wish I could do this at Siena at school. Damn it. <laughs> I wish I could do this at so school. So close. I know. <laughs> I wish I could do this at the point where we're going to have to cut this. <laughs> Wait, how long have we been on here? Okay. So at the school, <laughs> at the four-year school, I don't really do note cards. Like at the two-year school, literally, there was so much vocab. I would literally do note cards for like hours just because the process of writing, like some people use laptops to take notes. Like I need a pen and paper to take notes because the process of writing is what helps me. Like if I read mm. something, great. I read something, but like I have to write it down in order to remember it or to learn it. Um, like in math, uh, like in any, in any college math class, like you can do like addition and multiplication, division, subtraction, like in your head for the most part until you get to like thousands, numbers in the thousands. But like, I cannot add just letting you know. I agree with that because you've been doing those four things since third grade. I don't even know when you learned addition, but like, because you've been doing it for so long. So when you learning new stuff in college, high school, even like you have to practice and practice and practice until you get like so good at it that you can, that you can see patterns that you don't learn in class. Um, and that doesn't just apply to math. Like that applies to all forms of science and engineering and, management and business and art i don't know i'm not i'm not i haven't taken very many art classes so don't quote me on that <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah note cards were very important for me um beyond that i wish i read more in high school like not just read novels or stories or whatever like read textbooks reading is so important in college like for every hour you're in class, three hours out of class, those three hours, you've got to read. There's only so much that you can learn in class mm -hmm. in 40 minutes, 45 minutes or whatever. I second that. And similar to what you were saying with writing is better than typing for you and for a lot of people. I've always found that reading like physical hard papers is better than reading off like the internet or it's off so like a PDF. Yeah, it's hard. Um, it's very hard. The other thing that I would say totally about studying, especially um, if you do plan on going to grad school, keep every document in your major that you highlight because you'll want to go back to those. Something that I started doing sophomore year, I've never thrown out an economics folder. Like even the assignments I keep and, and the assignments are on the side because you know some of those have right answers, some of those have wrong. But all the papers I've ever read and highlighted I still have all of those and I do sometimes look back at certain ones. And since I highlighted them, I can find the lines pretty quickly that I was interested in. And similarly with the classes in your major unpopular opinion, but I think it might be a good idea to buy certain textbooks instead of rent, even if that's an option, 
because textbooks make phenomenal reference books to go back to in the future. And there are definitely certain classes where I'm so glad I own the textbook and can go back instead of having only rented it and mailed it back. Uh, one of the classes that co comes to mind immediately is econometrics, which is basically applications of statistics and mathematics for economics. So right now I'm working on a thesis paper for my senior year, and I'm so glad I own that textbook and can so easily access all those equations as soon as I need them compared to if I had just rented it and it was gone and had I to find them on the internet. I definitely agree with that. Like I have a textbook for probability. Like I need that textbook to pass exam P. Like if I rented that and didn't have it, yikes. Like I highlighted the crap out of that book. I've literally read almost every single page and it's not a thin book. Um, it's thick. Yeah. Like well not it's terrible. Two it's inches not it's not like thin. Not thick. <laughs> it's not it's not Phil Schiller. But it's like it's like a it's like two Percy Jackson books thick. Like yeah. Um, bigger pages too. <laughs> Scott, do you have any textbooks that you own? Yeah, I, I own uh, the same textbook as Ben. Um, and then I still, I still have my FF financial math book. I hate that book. I don't, I, I, what am I renting it to Ben for, for like five bucks or something? Yeah. I <laughs> um, gave you a $2 down payment already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate that book. I don't like it. I do still have my Cubis uh, 210 book, which is all statistics. Um, that's super useful. And then I just have my old probability notes and uh, financial math notes that are really helpful. Like I was just going over like uh, Ben's like test questions and, and his homework oh, yeah. questions just because like I after, like do it. After I took the test. Yeah, after. No, We're not yeah. cheating here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like that stuff's still super useful. And I don't, it's annoying how the human mind always forgets information just because it can only store so much. Yeah. So I like going back and looking at that stuff just to refresh my memory. Mm -hmm. well, um, <laughs> there's one, okay. So like, I know we have this long list. There's one, the very bottom thing. I just want to focus on that really quickly before this podcast ends. This, this to me is the, probably the most important thing out of this whole list. Mm. Um, and it's learning from mistakes and you can also call it failures. For me, this is, um, I mean, we, Ben sort of touched on this earlier, um, about how you can either fall down the rabbit hole of failure and just give up, or you can rebound from it and learn from your mistakes. Um, all three of us ha are not perfect. No human is perfect in life. Um, we're all irrational beings as economics says. So we all make mistakes. We don't, we don't, every decision does not maximize our utility or pleasure or happiness or you want to say it um you know always you don't always make the best decisions on weekends uh you don't always study as much as you should you you don't always do the homework you're assigned um on time but like in the end it's okay as long as after you fail or you make that mistake or you get that bad grade on an assignment or test or quiz or project it's okay as long as you rebound from it, learn from it, and then do better the next time. Because I, I'll tell you one thing, teachers appreciate that a ton, that you do bad and then you rebound and do better on the next assignment or the next test or next quiz or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, I think, first of all, learning from mistakes is very important. Um, I say first of all a lot. I realized that in this video. Anyway, um, learning from mistakes is very important. Learning from failures, same thing. Um, but little more, a little more important is don't be afraid to make mistakes or to fail. Like, no question is stupid. Um, if you're in class, if something's confusing you or you need to clarify or you want to make a connection, just ask the question. And if you're a little shy, you don't want to in class, in college, go to office hours or in high school. If you have a free period, go to the professor, go to the teacher, like ask. Asking questions is so important. Like I've had so many classes where like students just don't really talk. There's much discussion going on. The teacher doesn't really interact with the students. They it's do like, the worst. They're the worst mm -hmm. classes for real. Um, and I know we hate it when like teachers like call on us without like us raising our hands or whatever, but like raise your hand. I know I've done it. I know you feel like a know-it-all or people like, like, Oh, this kid answered again. Like, but seriously answering questions, teachers remember your name, asking questions, answering questions, asking your own questions, answering other people's questions or the professor's questions. The professor knows your name. When you go to office hours, they recognize you. They um, know where you're at kind of with your, learning and stuff and even if you have the wrong idea or the question that you phrased is incorrect <laughs> like I, I asked i asked john um one time if two things are mutually exclusive does that make them independent that is straight up wrong like if one thing ha like mutually exclusive mutually exclusive means that if, if one thing happens the other thing cannot happen which means that this other thing depends on this thing. Literally mm. means they depend on each other. And I asked if two things are mutually ex exclusive, does that make them independent? Like, I felt a little dumb, yeah. But I would have rolled with that idea. Like, I would have been like, oh, mutually exclusive, independent, if I didn't ask that question. And I'm sure there are other kids that had the same question, but, like, didn't want to ask. Um, and there are so many other examples of that. So don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to be wrong. Sometimes being wrong is the best way to remember the right way to do something. Um, don't divide by the variance. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget that because I don't do it when you're, you're when you're getting that Z score. Do not divide by variance. It's divide, I did that on the final. It's he divide by standard me. deviation, wow. ladies and gentlemen. He emailed me literally. He was going over my test. He emailed me and said, "Don't divide by the variance." X bar. Guys, look at these mathematicians go. <laughs> X bar minus mu divided by S divided by, or yeah, S divided by square root of N equals your Z score, which then leads to probability. Precisely. Yeah, don't listen to what Scott just said. Just Unless you're taking probability. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Ben, I just want to say, I heard a first of all, but I never heard a second of all. I was going to say secondly at one point, but I was like, I got to get away from this first, second, third <laughs> pass. <laughs> um, yeah. any, Tim, any um, final thoughts? I'm trying to think of a mistake I've made. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> I can come up with so many. <laughs> Scott leaving the group. No. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Stop. I'm just uh, – trying to think of what I can add because I absolutely agreed with everything both of you said. I think just if I can build on it a little bit, you both said go to professors. I think that that's so important. 
and the professors dig it. Um, and the other thing that I've heard a lot of professors say actually is they love it when like you're having a conversation with them and you correct them. They yeah. love that. Cause then they're like, Oh my God, I taught them so well, <laughs> you know? So the better relationship you have with your professors, the more they're, the more that you're going to understand the material and the better conversations you're going to be able to have on that subject. So definitely connect with them, ask questions about everything in class and like just anything. Get, get to know your professors. It's so important. Yeah. And in office hours, it helps to go to office hours if you have questions about the material, but when you're at office hours, don't be afraid to ask like personal questions, like ask for help, like a little personal thing. I know that I had an issue um, and I went to one of my professor's office hours and I asked about the subject and uh, we talked about it, but the professor could tell that something was off with me. Like they asked me about it, if I wanted to talk about it and we did. And I felt so much better and I resolved the issue later that day with the help of the professor and professors want to help and they want to be wanted for help. You know, mm -hmm. everybody wants to be wanted or wants to be needed. So yep. That's asking questions makes people feel wanted and it also helps you feel productive, I guess. I could phrase that better, but you understand what I mean. <laughs> Everyone wants yep. recognition. Go read Foucault. Foucault. I think that's how you say his name. Gesundheit. He's a philosopher. He talks about everyone seeks recognition to reinforce their subjectivity as individuals. I can picture the name. I'm trying to remember. <sighs> Scott, did you just suggest go read philosophy? Yes. Philosophy is so fun. It is fun. Okay. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good information in this. Definitely touched on some so, or topics that could you that we can make full-blown episodes about definitely. um so comment down below if you want us to go more in depth than anything we discussed in this um we'll definitely have more tips and advice videos coming shortly as always guys upload schedule wednesday friday 3 p.m eastern standard time like shares subscriptions and the notification bell down below wherever my finger is pointing <laughs> um definitely helps you guys get know exactly when we upload and then we also have an audio version uh, that we upload to Anchor, which is available on all podcasting network services, whatever you want to call it. Um, Share with your friends. Spread the word. We're here yeah. to help, and we can't help nobody if nobody watches. So, yeah, can't so help anybody if nobody watches. <laughs> so if you I am not an English major. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys found this valuable, likes, shares, friendly fan, friends, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, we want to hear the comments down below what you guys think about these uh, episodes. And if you have questions, don't be afraid to ask us. We're not professors, but like we would love to be wanted. <laughs> yes. And if you didn't see or hear what you were hoping to hear in this episode, there will be more episodes. There are other episodes that we're going to discuss more stuff with other students, other professors. So check them out. Spread Tell us what you want to hear. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you guys in the All next right. one. See you guys. Peace out. Good luck.